0: It's the Beyond the Berm Podcast. To beyond the berm, our podcast about Disney and more. Tonight, the part of Steve will be played by me, and in a surprise twist, the part of Matt will be played by Matt. Hello, Matt. If that is your real name.
1: Oh, oh, wait—that's—that's that's my line. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> not, not the other Matt, you Matt. Oh yeah, well, yes. I got, all, I
1: got all confused there. <laughs> didn't, didn't mean to throw you a curve or anything. Sorry. Yeah, well, I, you know, growing up, I mean. Matt's a pretty common name, so I, I always had two other Matt's in my class, you know, from middle school on. And mm-hmm. and then the real confusing thing was when I, I had a, a dorm at UCLA, my two roommates were Max. So it was Matt, Max, <laughs> and Max. Yeah, that that was a lot of fun. That's Somebody, not confusing so, at all? No, not at all. Somebody would call on the phone. I'm sorry, who who did you want? <laughs> Last name, please. <laughs> But yes no i I am played by me tonight, and I yes. am gonna perform my own stunts, so okay, cool, even better
0: <laughs> do do you get extra pay for that?
1: No, I don't oh man, okay I, I'm working <laughs> for my I'm working for my guild card though hopefully okay, yeah, I'll be able to join the union with enough hours put in
0: all right, it's all about the little things, that's right, yes, so what's been going on besides that?
1: Well, a little sad uh oh this is supposed to be a happy show what mm. What might you be sad about uh, they they finally announced after months and months and months of speculation that they are putting the run Disney races at Disneyland on hiatus mm. <coughs> cancelled <coughs> yes. um, right. on hiatus for at least the next year and possibly into the future oh So seriously, I am sad about it. Right. I mean, yeah. you, know, you know me, I like to, to joke around. but um, So I will be doing my last run Disney event on uh, Veterans Day next month. I uh, Myself, Kathy, and Chelsea will be running with air quotes here. I know you mm-hmm. can't see those, but air quotes. <laughs> we'll be running the 5K, um, and that will be my last potentially run Disney event ever. I don't know. Wow. We'll, we'll have to see. Mm. That is sad they they will still be holding them for now anyways at Walt Disney World um they have, will also still be holding the one at D- Disneyland Paris which mm-hmm. would be awfully cool to do um, yeah but yes uh, they they have said it is for construction purposes and and mm-hmm. i i don't fully believe that but it may at least play a part um but yeah i mean they at the end of last year, January's light side race, they allowed people who had participated to buy into the 2018 race. So some people did a few thousand or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Luckily I did not. I, I figured I was just going to get it when it opened actually to the annual pass holders. It wasn't even quite general public yet. Um, and just as that was about to happen and they, we're doing it a little earlier, just as it, that was about to happen, they said Whoa, hold on, we're we're postponing with no other word and months and months and months have gone. People have asked, and it's just like, just look at our website for future information. <laughs> Which is really bad. I mean, Disney's really known for their customer service. And I know yeah. Run Disney isn't the way it's structured, then there's a small group of people that do work for Disney, but a lot of it is actually just sort of licensed out and stuff, so mm-hmm you know, no news at all left this huge vacuum and people were making assumptions about this or that or the other. And I don't know that we'll ever know what the full truth is, but, um, right, uh, you know, that we, we asked it, the Disneyland half, oh, we'll make an announcement and then run Disney's at some of the other running events through the country. And they've asked their, oh, we'll make an announcement. And, and you know. It's like, well, they'll have to make an announcement. The training (laughs) open soon. That didn't happen. Oh, they'll have to make an announcement. Proof of time is due soon. Oh, that didn't happen. You'll have to make an announcement and none, none of it happened until they finally, finally um, said no more. Mm. So I am sad. Yeah. I've been doing it for five years. Right. Um, Really enjoy it. Um, Like I said, I mean, I could still go to Walt Disney world. Um, Probably won't because I was sort of edging towards not doing that anyways because I go all the way back there for a vacation. I I kind of like to enjoy my time instead of going to bed at 6.30 and right. waking up at 2 in the morning. So I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll have to see if I do any more at all, but it's not looking good. Mm.
0: That That's really kind of surprising because I was thinking that they were doing well with all the people that, that they had participating in those and all the social media posts that you see about all of the different races and about how quick they fill up, which I know you've said they don't fill up quite as fast as they used to. But uh, I, I was surprised to hear that because I I thought they were really doing well with that and all.
1: You know, my assumption is that the profit margin probably wasn't large, mm-hmm. um, and I know from previous ventures that Disney's done. You know, if they're not making their twenty percent growth year after year, they don't feel like it's worth it. I mean, they could be making tons of money, you know, right? But if it's not to that degree, they they're okay jettisoning it. Um, and then I and then I suspect on top of that, you know, I mean, they talk about construction or whatever, but I I don't. Fully buy that. But I think really, you know, when Run Disney sort of started, it was to bring people into the resorts during downtimes, helping, you know, Walt Disney World especially fill up their Mm -hmm. hotel occupancy and and that type of stuff. And the reality is Disneyland just doesn't need that anymore. They are busy all the time, regardless of whether there's a special event like this going on. Mm hmm. So I I suspect to some degree Disneyland just said, it's not worth our effort. Because the way that the different business units work, Run Disney has to pay Disneyland, you know, to use their property, to use their characters, to do this, that. and, And my guess is just Disneyland didn't feel it was worth it to them anymore. Right. Um you know, and there's only a few Disney hotels out here, so you know they could mm-hmm. fill those up. But you know, a lot of people were just going to the other hotels in the area rather than at Walt Disney World, where there were just dozens of of different places so that to stay. So I I just have a feeling that the economics of it was a big part, right? Um,
0: and people and talk.
1: I, go ahead. I was going to say people were talking about that Disney was feuding with the city of Anaheim because they wanted certain certain permits and, and stuff filed and they weren't getting it. So I don't know. I mean, there might be a truth uh, nuggets on a lot of things, but um, I, I just don't fully buy the construction thing mm-hmm. in, in itself. I think that there are right. other factors.
0: I, I wonder, like you're talking about, not needing to to pull in the, the people that that pulls in. I wonder if that was cutting into their hotel room availability, for people who would spend more, right? Uh, the, the average tourist who would would come in and spend more time in the parks than, than just come in and run the race and and leave more or less. Uh, so so that could be part of it
1: as well. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it, it became such a big part of my life, and you know, they mm-hmm. expanded from the two race weekends that they had to four and and such. But you know, it is a niche thing. I mean, if mm-hmm. you don't know about Run Disney, you know, it probably doesn't affect your life at all. Um, but to have four weekends, you know, where you know, roads are shut down and and you have this influx, and they can't open the parks necessarily in time for the early morning entry. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would I would hate to be a tourist that just happens to show up on one of those weekends. Right. Um, so I, I can certainly see that you know across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, Walt Disney World's probably better to eat and the people in general. Um, probably, you know. yeah. So. But that said, I I don't know, you know, I I don't know if Walt Disney World will necessarily still carry it. I I don't know. I mean, they haven't haven't announced that yet. So is that the other shoe to drop or are they just consolidating or?
0: It'll be interesting to see what happens
1: as the time goes on. So, but you know, I think part of it for me too is, you know, I'm not, I'm not overly active, but you know, there's a whole, like I said, it's a niche. There's a whole community online, mm-hmm. you know, on Facebook and, and right. some of the, the boards that I visit and stuff. Um, and I, and I just sort of feel a loss cause I'm definitely not going to still be active in those groups. I'm not going to be reading all those. And so there's a, a real communal loss as, as far as that goes too. Mm-hmm. um, Going, going down there, and and going. Hey, I know that person from <laughs> wherever. And, you know, you just run into them or or whatever. So that yeah, I think that as much as losing the running because I can certainly do other running events. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just sort of a loss of that that community as well. So what
0: will you do to fill your time now?
1: Uh, honestly, I don't know. Yeah. I <laughs> I, I'm, I think I'm going to take a, a break from racing for a bit. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll still run uh, right. for he- health benefits, but I don't know. I mean, I've done some local stuff, and it's just, for me, it doesn't have the feel. I mean, I'm one of those weird ones that likes everything <laughs> to be Disney. Yeah. And there's n- nothing like running down Main Street USA or running through the castle at, you know, 5.30 in the morning. I mean, that mm-hmm. that's that makes all the the training effort worth it you know right i mean just running on a street of some city um, doesn't necessarily give you that that same feeling mm-hmm. so i don't know my metal racks almost filled up anyway so yeah it's, it's a good time to to hang them up for a little while but i i think you know the on hiatus thing just isn't isn't gonna be real i, I think i think they probably gone for good
0: well let's that's what always happened with T V shows that went on hiatus too. Right. <laughs> that meant you'll never see it
1: again except in reruns. Yeah. So now that said, you know, I, I discounted all the construction talk about Run Disney, but Disneyland right. has announced this week lots of construction projects. Yes. Big time. So the the long gestating four star resort hotel has been announced. Mm hmm. Which they had already announced it previously, but now right. there's more, more details about it, or at least different details about it, because the plans have changed a bit. But uh, It looks to me from the renderings that I saw that it is going to take up a good chunk of that end of downtown Disney. Uh, mm-hmm. looks like ESPN Zone will be going, Rainforest Cafe will be going, um, the AMC Theaters will be going. Wow. Wow. Uh, Earl a Sandwich, Starbucks. Uh, so we'll, we'll see, because they had previously announced that uh, Ride Makers and Build-A-Bear were going. So right. So I don't know what they're going to do with that. And they get Splitsville that they're building right now, so I don't mm-hmm. know if that one will necessarily be affected. But um, So it's not just that they're plopping down another hotel. It is actually like taking over a good chunk of property. Right. Uh, I don't know how many stories it'll be, I think, four or five or six or something, but it it will certainly block views of the Disneyland Hotel. Um, So that would be kind of a bummer to stay there and have have your views diminished at the very least. Right. Um, Lots of parking structures being built. Yes. Um, They had bought a lot of land on the eastern part of the... uh, the resort district, I guess. And Mm -hmm. that was one of those things I was talking about with the city of Anaheim, not really playing ball. Um, They were going to basically bypass a lot of those hotels on Harbor. So that was kind of a a no go. So they're going to build all the parking structures in the empty lots where they are right now. But I don't know a lot of, lot of construction though. Yeah. been a lot of construction at the parks and it's going to continue through the whole resort still for, It's like three, four more years. Yeah.
0: I think the completion date on the hotel was 2021.
1: I believe so. I think so, yeah.
0: I I was wondering if the garage was going to be the the fancy kind like they have at Disney Springs in Florida because that's that's been really cool for me. It's been really convenient, as we've talked about before. So, it, It will be interesting to see if they include some of those same technologies and all that make it easy to find your parking space.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting because they've got the Mickey and Friends, mm-hmm. which you know is a huge lot, huge, and then they have a lot next to it which has been Pinocchio, and that's where they they put a lot of the buses and stuff that you know um, cheer groups or school mm-hmm. groups come and they park actually on this flat lot. So they're going to be building. I heard it's called like Mickey Junior or something. Okay. Mickey's little Mickey's little brother or something like that <laughs> on on that lot. Mm-hmm. And then I think on the current. Um, Lilo parking lot and the Disneyland Hotel parking lot which is again both flat lots they're going to build a structure there for the hotels Okay. then there's a small structure behind Paradise Pier and it looks like they're going to probably knock that down and do something a little bigger and encroach maybe on the back end of the Disneyland Hotel there and that's going to be, I think that one's more hotel parking and then the current Simba parking lot, which, again, is a flat lot. That one's going to now be downtown Disney parking. Okay. This is kind of a bummer because it's really not that close to downtown Disney. So. Right. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know that I read that that was going to be a lot, uh, a structure, I should say, necessarily. Mm-hmm. But it would make sense to go ahead and do that, too, I guess.
0: i I got a little excited when I was seeing some of the headlines because... One of them said something about transportation changes, and I thought, ooh, but it was just talking about reconfiguring the, the tram drop-off pickup place. It wasn't any fancy new transportation systems that they were adding. So,
1: Yeah, I'm not quite sure how they're going to do that, per se. Right. that takes up a good chunk of property mm-hmm. um, on its own. And then as far as one of the transportation changes, even though the, the beam, the won't change at all. Uh, I I wonder if people are going to be able to really board the monorail from quote unquote downtown Disney because it looks like it's going to be incorporated into the new hotel. Right.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I, I know the what I read said that you could board from the hotel. I don't know about downtown Disney.
1: Yeah, I mean you'd have to go into the hotel. Right? Mm-hmm. You know when they do those type of things, especially you know four star hotel. I mean right you. you do you want the riffraff of the general paying public to come in, or is it going to be... Probably they'll have... Resort exclusive, or... Yeah. Uh, I, I would think they'll
0: have some sort of restricted access to at least part of it. Um, I, I know they, they have that at the uh, Bay Lake Tower at the Contemporary Resort. You have to have, to have the right card to, to get access to most of that, so... I, I would suspect that they would do something like that there, although, you know, the the four-star resorts like the Grand Floridian make money off of us because we walk through and shop at the shop there some or eat at the restaurant, so I don't know. They, they haven't turned us riffraff away yet, <laughs> yet being the key word there, I guess.
1: Yeah. <laughs> sure, the time is coming, but they
0: haven't done it yet,
1: so just interesting I know it wouldn't be economically feasible and it would be a nightmare as far as boarding and stuff but man looking at some of the plans I, I almost just think man they should just bulldoze that entire area and just start new mm-hmm. just reconfigure make it you know make it make sense instead of just plopping things down here right. and there And I know that they won't do that and I don't expect them to but it, mm-hmm. it would, looking at that I think it might be just easier just to do that
0: yeah, that's the, the thing that in the engineering world that we run into so often is all these places where they want to, to save some building and, and reuse it. And, you know, they, they say they're going to gut it and re reconfigure it or whatever. It'd be a whole lot better off just to knock the whole thing down and start fresh.
1: Right. You know, I mean, it's like living in your house while you're, you know, doing reconstruction on it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you can, but you're better off living somewhere else for a little while. Right. But, I don't know. I, yeah. I, it it can either be really, really cool that all this stuff's going in or just a, a big headache. And hmm I don't know. I mean, there's certainly room for improvement, so we'll, right. we'll see. Because I'm sure the whole security perimeter of the whole area will change. And,
0: mm-hmm. I imagine it will be one of those things like Disney Springs in Florida, where it's really nice now, but all those years of construction leading up to it were right. kind of a headache. So hate that for all all you Disneyland people.
1: No. Anyways, if construction yes. is uh, is a cause for Run Disney being put on hiatus out mm-hmm. on the West Coast. Um, it would be because they are are basically using a lot of the staging area um, for construction. Not sure that that's the real reason, but I, I can right. see it interfering. So yeah, it could be at least
0: a reason, I guess.
1: I guess so. maybe maybe
0: not the driving reason, but convenient excuse reason. Hmm.
1: So, anyways, yeah, uh, that's that's the update from Disneyland.
0: Okay, cool. Well, let, let's pick up with where we left off last time, and as you may remember, we talked about attractions that we, that we had experienced before that are no longer there that we miss, and that was <laughs> yes, and that construction was, yes. <laughs> so I guess you can add Run Disney to that list. Um, yeah. yeah, but anyway, we we. Kind of threw out the idea the last time that I thought we, it would be fun to pick up this time of attractions that we never got to see, that we wish we had seen, that that are not aren't that aren't there anymore. If that makes any sense,
1: it makes sense to me. Okay,
0: okay, good. Um, so I was thinking about that some, and I could make a big long list at Disneyland. Because there were all kinds of things there that I didn't get to see just because right. partly because the park had been open for what almost almost thirty five years by the time I went the first time, so of course there was a lot of change in those times. Um, the Florida parks are a little different because I've been going to those longer from when they've been open, I guess you could say. For for Epcot and uh, Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom, I w- I've been going to those almost since they opened. So, well, almost since Epcot opened. I've been going to the other two since they opened. Uh, Magic Kingdom is a little different because I first went there in 83, so it had been open almost 12 years at that point. Um, but uh, one that, that quickly jumps out at me from the Magic Kingdom is the Mickey Mouse review, mm-hmm. which uh, al- always looked interesting to me. I've seen it in picture books. I've I've seen uh, a, a video of it online, uh, which was not the the highest quality video, but still it was it was interesting to see. And it, it just looked like something unique with all the characters up there and um, all the audio animatronic characters, uh, which we're not used to seeing them in in that form. So that looked pretty cool. So. That that's one that I, I feel like I really missed out on uh, by not getting to see it. Um, and then, really, the, the the main other thing I could come up with in the Magic Kingdom was the Swan Boats that that used to go around the the hub area there. Right. Uh, and I don't think they were anything grand and spectacular. It's just never got to do it, so I don't know for sure. Um, so so that was my Magic Kingdom list. Uh, Epcot, really don't have anything. Can't come up with anything that, that wasn't already there, uh, that, that, that had closed before I first went. So I'm stuck there. Hollywood Studios is the same way. Saw it all, pretty much. Uh, and in Animal Kingdom, the same thing, the Discovery River boats, which I think you had brought up in, in our last discussion right and we we never actually got to ride those either so that's about about the only thing that they've had there that that we haven't done at animal kingdom now disneyland on the other hand uh, it, there there are several things there and one of the big ones is one that that you mentioned last we last episode not last week that you miss which was adventure through inner space that just always has looked pretty cool to me i don't know why it's, I have a thing for Omnimover rides. I have a thing for Buddy Baker soundtracks and Paul Freeze narration, and you know,
1: and giant eyeballs. Yes, giant eyeballs, and <laughs> don't shrink. don't ignore that fetish. We know yes. you love those giant eyeballs. Yes, and
0: <laughs> <laughs> always wondered what it was like to go into the middle of a snowflake. So um, that one looked looked interesting in a in a '60s and '70s kind of way to me, I guess. So, kind of hate I missed that one. Um. And, and then the uh, mine train through Nature's Wonderland that kind of looked interesting and there again w- we kind of mentioned this the last time that most of the things that have closed have been replaced by something that is usually at least as good in most cases, maybe not quite all but I know the, the mine train was replaced by a Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and it's a, kind of a faster version of the mind train, but uh, it would have been fun to see that and see what it was like. America Sings, I'm still kind of on the fence about that one. It's, uh, I know a lot of people really love it, and I guess I don't have that same connection with it because I never actually got to see it myself.
1: I've I think heard... it probably compares well with like the Mickey Mouse review that you just okay. mentioned.
0: Yeah, probably so. So, uh. It would probably be on my list just out of curiosity as much as anything. Um, I never got to do the, the motorboats in Fantasyland. Um, probably didn't miss too much there. but
1: No, not so much. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. I guess that's the main things on my list. I don't think I ever got to ride the Skyway. I think it was gone before. I ever got to Disneyland, or or it was gone soon after, and I didn't ride it that first time.
1: Did you do it that at Walt Disney World? Yes, we did that uh, several same, times, and I, same same thing for the most part. Yeah,
0: I should have I should have mentioned that last time in my, in my list of things that I miss because I do kind of miss. You know, it, it was a unique view to to be able to look down and see all these things. You got it got to kind of see some of the behind the scenes areas from up there because they can't hide everything from up in the sky like that. So.
1: It was one kinda of, cool. One of the cool things was when they were redoing Fantasyland. You know, the mm-hmm. early 1980s. You used to be able to board the Skyway in Tomorrowland, and it was a round trip. Okay, you'd go over all the construction. Uh huh. Go go to the little chalet in Fantasyland, and they just whip you right back around, and you go back to Tomorrowland. Hmm. That was kind of a way to see over all the construction fences and see what was going on over there. Yeah, cool.
0: You know the the one at Walt Disney World at the Magic Kingdom. Had a turn, a almost ninety degree turn, from where it went from from Fantasyland, and then turned in Tomorrowland and went onto the Tomorrowland station. So that was that was interesting, a little bit unique. And there was at at the turn station, there was always somebody sitting there, just in case something happened. I guess It kind of kind of waved to the person that just had to sit there and watch all the cars go by. Um, it's not the most exciting job, I guess, but. It's what they had to do. So uh, that was my list. I guess most anything in in California Adventure that uh, I didn't get to see because I haven't seen any of that. You mentioned Superstar Limo last time, and and I would have been interested to see that.
1: It was truly horrible, and that's Mm -hmm. what made it so much fun. Right, right, yeah.
0: Kind of like the second version of Journey into Imagination. So, yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, for me, let's see. Um, hard to say with Disneyland there, there was a lot of stuff that I right. didn't catch there. Um, I, I, I kind of think just from a, a, a historical standpoint, you know, we're all trained guys. I, I think I might've wanted to check out the view liner. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think from a curiosity point, I probably a little more, um, apt to, to say that house of the future would have been what i would have wanted okay. to check out yeah um, i always heard you know that they predicted everything so well i mean i, I can only imagine what that was like mm-hmm. and i'm sure early epcot probably had a lot of that stuff the old Communicore or something right mm-hmm. uh, so it probably wasn't that much different but i don't know i i think you know at the time it probably would have been really cool to have seen so yeah um, you know, I I share the same problem as you do with California Adventures since we've been going since day one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that there's anything that I I missness. Uh, it wasn't really an attraction, but it was fun for us because Kathy's such a big soap opera fan to go see soap opera b- bistro, mm-hmm. eat eat dinner there. <clears> hmm, <throat> Magic Kingdom. Um, I I guess I I might say Alien Encounter because I didn't get to see that. Okay, um, I saw Stitch afterwards, mm-hmm. but I I remember when Alien Encounter was going in. You know, the big talk about it, and they I, I, right. I, I guess I sort of missed out on that. Uh, you know, I could have said you know like Magic Journeys or if You mm-hmm. had wings or something because I remember those things from the old the old soundtracks, the old Walt Disney right. World soundtracks. Uh, um, at Epcot, I I kind of go with what you said last time was World of Motion. Mm-hmm. That one seemed like like the pavilion to go see. So I'm kind of sorry that I never get to see that. Um, hmm. At MGM, there's plenty that I haven't seen. I, right. I guess in reality, even though I I was there partially when I get to see during the day, the lights attached to the streets of America. I, I would have liked to have seen the Osborne Festival right. Lights.
0: Yeah. Uh, I should so have put I, that on my list last time of things that
1: I missed that aren't there anymore. It's, I think you did mention. Did I? Okay. I think so. If I didn't, um, I should have because that, yeah. that's, a, that's a good one. Yeah, I w- would have liked to have seen that. When I went for my first marathon at, at Walt Disney World, they still had all the light structures and stuff, but I had missed it by, like, Two days from them showing it for the last time or whatever, so wow. I was kind of kind of bummed. Yeah. Um, and then like you with uh, with uh, Animal Kingdom, I was saw that the first year, so uh, mm-hmm. I guess I'll I'll stick by m- my uh, River Cruise. Okay. But since I haven't been there since they've opened it, I guess I could say that I, I the some of the Avatar stuff looks really cool, and yeah. I yeah, and I have not seen that stuff. So okay. <laughs> It's cheating, but who yes, cares? because because you could see it eventually. I mean, I could, yes, unless you not, don't ever go gone. back. Yes. You know, and that that is a possibility. You never right, know. Right. Hmm. I, I know it's harder um, to picture since you know we haven't totally been to some of the the foreign parks, but any anything in particular that that may not be there that you would have liked to have seen or, or even. Maybe some of the stuff that is there now that you'd like to see. I know we we touched upon that a bit last time. But.
0: Right. Um I would love to see Mystic Manor. Yes. Because that looks really cool in a in a new and technological kind of way and it's not tied to any current intellectual property of any kind. They just did something completely new and different. And so that looks really cool. The uh the pirates of the Caribbean at Shanghai. Looks really cool too to me. I know some people don't like it because it does use a lot of projection effects, uh, but to me, it looks like it mixes them together pretty well. Hmm. I don't know. Most most anything at uh, Tokyo Disney Sea looks interesting to me. I would would love to see most all of that. Not that I harbor any jealousy over those who have been there. <laughs> uh, you should be jealous.
1: Yes. You should really be jealous. Yes. I'm jealous of myself that I can't get back there sooner. <laughs> yeah. I really, I really want to get back there again soon. So.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I, I was trying to think of anything in, in Paris that... Um, I I would be interested to see their versions of Pirates of the Caribbean, because I I hear it's, I understand it, it's a different, kind of a different order of some of the same sequences, just to see how that plays out, and Phantom Manor um, looks interesting to me, a lot of people say it's not that good, but not having seen it, I don't know for certain, so I would, I would be willing to give that a try. And then Big Thunder Mountain in the in the big tunnel that it goes yeah. un, under the rivers there. That, that, I've heard that one. It's yeah. pretty good. So I looks, would like to see that. It looks very interesting.
1: I guess for me, uh, you know, th- there's a part of me that I guess wants to say for Tokyo, I would have liked to have seen Meet the World. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the monsoons ink ride that has replaced it is, is pretty cool, but I right. think that from a cultural perspective, I think Meet the World would have been a cool one to have seen, mm-hmm. um, although, you know, going under the castles and seeing the dragons would, would be equally as cool. They don't do that right. anymore. right? Um, yeah, and I, I don't know, out at Paris, uh, I, I think I would... You know, talked about the the big thunder. I think I would have liked to see, and I don't know. I I kind of understand that it's really been tweaked since there, but you know, the kind of the original Space Mountain would have been fun to have gone right. on, mm-hmm. um, shot out of the cannon. And I, I know the soundtrack's been incorporated at Disneyland and stuff, so it mm-hmm. probably wouldn't be the same thing, um, same coolness factors if I I saw it brand new. But I would have liked to have seen that. Um, yeah, I think I'm I'm with you with Mystic Manor. That one looks like a real winner hmm at Hong Kong and then I don't know I I we've talked about this before I still haven't seen that much about Shanghai so I right. I, I don't know I, I think the Tron coaster looked mm-hmm. intriguing and I know that they're going to be bringing that out to the Magic, Magic Kingdom, Kingdom so right. I, I guess I don't have to lust after it too much in <laughs> a sense since yes. theoretically that will be the easier one for me to get to but mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I I expected there to have been more cool things that have lost. You always hear that, you know, people are like, oh, it's gone, it's gone. But I I do think that for the most part there is a reason why it's gone. Right.
0: If they kept everything around because a few people were nostalgic about it, then we'd be stuck in the past for a long time, I guess. Because no matter what it is that they close, somebody's going to say, well, that was my favorite. Can't believe you closed that. El Rio del Tiempo in Mexico at Epcot. Can't believe they closed that. <laughs> or not really they closed it. They changed right. it to the Three Caballeros. I still... can't believe they added the Three Caballeros <laughs> to that. <laughs> <laughs> I, really, I, I really did like that one like it was originally. It, it's good with the Three Caballeros, too. but But I was always fond of the original, so... What do I know?
1: I always told you the story, you know. First time Chelsea went there, and and she had a slushy or whatever, and they made her, you know, either get a drink it or toss it because you can't go on the ride with it. So she tossed it. We went on the ride, and and when it was over, she's all, "I threw my slushy away for that." <laughs> it was always the funniest reaction. I, I didn't. I never expected. I think, I think she was five at the time, and mm-hmm. it was just the funniest reaction. <laughs>
0: It's funny what, what kids like and what kids don't like that you think they
1: might like. So, Yeah, that, yeah. that is kind of the trip. And, and I'm realizing that as I get older and older. I mean, things that I do like and things that I think other people would like are definitely not the same as what other people like. Right. And, and I think part of it's the getting older, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how many times. I don't know if it's just the familiarity breeds contempt kind of aspect to it but you know chelsea's always either had an annual passport or not needed one because she was under three but she's always been so Mm -hmm. it drives me crazy when we go and i just see her on her device you know (laughs) reading whatever app she's on or whatever it's like Mm -hmm. disneyland look around (laughs) this is not exciting to you (laughs) you better enjoy this or else She's been almost two hundred times, wow, we've, we've kept track of all of the times that we've been, so she's been mm. almost two hundred times, and she says she likes it still, yeah, and, and i and I believe that, but um yeah, and then the rides that she does like uh she loves going on scoop on goofy Sky School, oh, that one drives me crazy. <laughs> the, the little mad mouse roller coaster, and I feel mm-hmm. like we're gonna go flying off the top of that track every time, right. I guess that's Daddy, like the, come on this. It's my favorite.
0: It's like the, uh, the, I forget the name of it now. The one in Dino Land at, at Animal Kingdom.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Same that one, same kind that of thing. One, yeah, that one looks even worse because you can spin that one around. Yes, it,
0: it it's kind of fun. It it doesn't make me as dizzy as I as I usually think it will, but it's probably good that it ends when it does. <laughs> yeah. Because if I were to spin much more, I'd think, okay, get me off of this thing. We we figured out how to how to sit on this last time so that we spun
1: even more. So, it's kind of fun. Yeah, I'm I'm noticing as I get. I've always had ear issues, but I'm noticing as I'm getting older that the dizziness factor is kicking mm-hmm. in a little bit more. So
0: yeah, see, I, I can't do the teacups. I I think I've been on them once, maybe maybe twice, and that's enough for me. Like mm, no, I'm good. Just because, but then at the same time, the, the, what is the name of that thing in Animal Kingdom? Anyway, it, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me as much as the teacups do. Primeval Whirl. Primeval Whirl. That's the one. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Kept wanting to say Countdown to Extinction, but that was the old name for dinosaur. Uh, So for some reason, I guess because it's not just a constant spin like the teacups are and... And you probably don't spin as fast as you can make yourself spin on teacups. I don't know. For some reason, it doesn't. It doesn't affect me quite as much.
1: I have not been on that. And all the times that we've been back there, I've been fortunate enough to avoid that. I really would have thought that Chelsea would have wanted to go the past couple of times we've gone, but mm-hmm. either we've kept her busy enough to not want to do it, or right, we we've shepherded her. We haven't not spent a lot of time in Chester and Hester's mm-hmm. area, so. Uh, I think I've just lucked out, but she'll probably <laughs> discover it at some point, and I'll be so I'll be so old that it's going to be worse than had I gone on it once upon a time. So I'll send her an email say, "Hey, take your dad on this." <laughs> <laughs> there, there's always someone in our group
0: that loves it, and, and yeah. usually more than one someone. And it used to be that the line was long, so we'd we'd only ride it once. We get a fast pass for it and and just ride it that one time. Right. But but now the line's not nearly as long since they've opened other things around there. And so now you can you can ride it two or three times. And so we did back in in December. We we rode it more than once because, hey, the line's kind of short. Let's go ride it. Okay. So as long as we don't ride it and get off it and get right back on it like three or four times in a row, I'm okay.
1: About any type of shows or whatever. I know you're not the biggest okay. show guy, but right. parade guy, but yeah. anything, even fireworks or something. I know you mm-hmm. like fireworks. Anything right. that you sort of miss that's not around anymore.
0: I miss the original, well, not original, but the Fantasy in the Sky fireworks at the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Because, and I think we've talked about this before, the the all the current fireworks shows are just it's too much for me. It's too over right. the top and got a. Got to be spectacular and the best thing ever and got to do all this stuff. And it goes on for 15 minutes. Fantasy in the Sky was like seven minutes, which to me was perfect length and and catchy music. I've got it on a CD so I can still listen to it every now and then. So uh, sometimes I wish it were just back like that. You know, these days for a 15-minute show, everybody thinks that they have to camp out for two hours to get their perfect spot. So that you can see the castle and the fireworks and whatever else, because they do the projections on the castle. Right. And back then, you just the the first time we saw Fantasy in the Sky, we were in Fantasyland actually, and uh, we were at the Fantasy Fair Theater, and we we were sitting there next to Pinocchio's Village House. It's gone now, uh, I think. It's where the Little Mermaid is now for the meet and greet, was. Anyway, we we sat there and we we watched uh, the fireworks from from the little seating area. And then right after that, the show started. It was one of those theaters with the rising stage like they have in Tomorrowland, or they had in Tomorrowland at both parks. And so the stage rose up and this country band sang. So I was like, hey, that's kind of cool. I don't know why. But uh, it was 10 o'clock, 10.15 by that point. So it it was kind of cool. So then the next time we were there we watched them from in front of the castle and that was cool too so we we did that every time after that so i i miss the simpler fireworks show i miss the the old laser phonic fantasy at epcot from before uh, the first illumination show it was more just lasers and some fireworks and not nearly as big as illuminations and then illuminations reflections of earth that they still do now. That was new for the the millennium, and it's still going on. Um, so I, I miss that one too. The uh, the sorcery in the sky fireworks at uh, Hollywood Studios were pretty nice too, narrated by Vincent Price. And then at the big at, at the end, a big giant inflatable sorcerer Mickey just popped up on top of Chinese Theater and shot fireworks out of his finger. Uh, so. Cool. It was, it was unexpected the first time that we saw it because um, we we really didn't know that they hadn't publicized it all that much. And they said there were fireworks, but they didn't give away what the, the big finale was. And so and all of a sudden, this, this giant inflatable Mickey started rising up. It's like, ooh, that's kind of cool. And then he shot fireworks out of his finger, and he said, ooh, now you're really getting cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I missed those uh, kind of simpler things. Um uh, one parade that we've probably talked about here that that Laura and I always enjoyed was Mickey Mania at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, it was it was unusual, and at the first time we saw it, we were like, "I don't know about that. That's a little weird." But then it it started to grow on us, and it had catchy music. Got that on a CD too because they had the the same thing from Tokyo, so uh, they used the same music. So fortunately, I was able to to grab that on a Tokyo Disneyland CD so that was probably my favorite magic kingdom parade everybody goes on and on about the current one and we've seen it a few times and I'm like yeah okay it's, it's it's fine to see it once or twice but uh, some people post things about it just about some of the local people that live there and go off and post things about it just about everyday like okay it's not that great of a parade to me so Right. What do I know? You know, old people don't know parades, I guess. But I don't know. I I, I enjoyed Mickey Mania. It was it was cool. How about you? Any, any fireworks shows that that you miss or that you wish you had seen? Or
1: um, you know, we don't. We, we don't stay at night very often. Mm-hmm. We usually have to get back to the dog. So I don't see him a lot, and I'm not really the patient one to wait the two hours and camp right. out, like you say. So I, I've not seen any, really, of the current ones on Main Street with the projection. Mm-hmm. Um, we have seen some of the projection on Small World, and it's cool. I mean, I think it's neat. I think it would be really neat from Main Street, the whole block. Right. Um, but like you, I miss the old, just give me fireworks, you know, fantasy mm-hmm. in the sky, and and once upon a time, we used to go and I think we'd get a churro or something and go sit in Mickey's Toontown and watch it. Mm-hmm. And that was a great perspective. There was nobody around and and everything. And now they close that down because they're worried about fallout right. from the, the shells and all that stuff. So that that's not even an option anymore. So, mm-hmm. um, but that was a, that was a great way. You know, you didn't have to look for a spot. You didn't have. I mean, you could have seen it from anywhere in the park. Right. We just chose to, Toontown because it was kind of cool. Probably because it was so close to where they launched the the fireworks, mm-hmm. um, so I kind of missed that. Um, show wise, the best show I had ever seen was uh, One Man's Dream, which okay. was um, at the Videopolis stage. Uh, that one was my favorite part. was It was really inventive. Everything came out in black and white, so they had you know black and white Mickey and Minnie, and and the stage was all black and white. And then they spun everything around, and it was like all in color, and it mm-hmm. was. Really kind of a simple transition, but it was really cool how they did that. So yeah. that w- that was a really good show, um, and it must have been pretty well liked. I mean, it, it's run, it, or it ran in in Tokyo forever too. Mm-hmm. So that that was a cool show. Um, there there's always a Christmas show that I really liked. Uh, I always remember the the you know, ladies dressed up like big baby dolls and mm-hmm. singing "We're Getting Nothing for Christmas." <laughs> I, I that one always. Bust me up! They used to have it um, before they enclosed the Captain Eos Theater. It used to just be an open stage. So they had it there, and then they moved it over to Videopolis. Mm-hmm. Um, so I Kind of miss that. I, I don't. I don't know if they have any Christmas stage shows anymore. Yeah, I don't, no holiday stage shows. So. Um, and I I don't know about parades. I I guess my my favorite one right now is the. The Paint in the Night Parade. That one is actually a very worthy um, okay. addition to the lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, Light Magic was it was all right. I know it was really panned. It was right. all right, um, and I and I like Main Street Electrical Parade. I just think that it it as nostalgic as we can be got a little long in the tooth. So uh, I like Paint in the Night. That's a that's a nice replacement. And I noticed that you know they're doing another announcement at Disneyland. They're doing this whole Pixar pals thing starting in the spring. And and I guess they may have a a new edition. They didn't say what it was, but I don't know. Almost leads me to believe that maybe it's a cocoa edition. I don't know. Right. They they did not announce it, but they're going to actually add something to the parade, which has been down for a few months anyway. So I'm looking forward to that coming back.
0: Here's, here's one that I had forgotten about that I, I can mention a parade was the uh, Tapestry of Nations parade at Epcot. Okay, that they had for the it was around the the millennium, the same time that the uh, Illuminations Reflections of Earth started, 1999. And it was it was different. It was these big floats with great big drums on them, and these guys that would that would play the drum things as, as they went around in all kinds of weird puppet kind of costumes. It it sounds. Strange, but it was it was enjoyable to see it in person, and so it, it was kind of cool. It had some great music that we really liked. Um, stage,
1: no, go ahead. Where, where where did they run that? Uh, this this was all around world, world showcase, world yeah. showcase, mm-hmm.
0: and it it was it it seems like it had like different units, and so you could stop and, and watch the parade, and you would see the complete parade sort of. But there was another one going on farther around World Showcase. Okay. Somehow. I think that's how that worked. But it was it was pretty cool, and it had this guy that was the sage of time that was at the beginning of it and said something, and it was supposed to have some kind of theme about something having to do with time passing and the millennium and clocks and all, and then the big drums and the, the strange characters. So... Puppet like characters, uh, kind of like what they later did with the uh, some of the characters in the Broadway version of the Lion King, right? So that same kind of thing, kind of kind of abstract, I guess you could say. And then there was uh, one of the shows since I, I didn't mention any shows before, but one of the shows that we enjoyed, which, like you said. We're not really show people, so there haven't been that many that that we've really, really enjoyed. But one was the uh, galaxy search in Tomorrowland. So it was supposed to be like a futuristic or alien kind of version of uh, star search. Okay. So all these different the characters came out and sang different songs for like a talent show. And there were two things that I liked about it. One, one thing that I liked about it was that it had a live band band, which I thought was kind of cool. Cause you know, most of these things, it seemed like these days are, are pre-recorded music tracks. Right. And so they, they were, of course the, the character voices were pre-recorded. And so they, they were playing along with a click track, I'm sure to keep the time, but, but they had a live band and, and they would react to some of the things that were going on on the stage sometime too, cause they were on the stage. So that was kind of fun you know, being a, Guy that was in the high school band, it's like, well, that, that'd be kind of cool to you know, play in the show every day. And then the the big finale of it was they had this big dinosaur alien thing that would rise up from behind the the wall. That was he was actually in the the cast parking lot, which was the other side of the wall at the theater in Tomorrowland that they've torn down now. And so he was it was a big dinosaur thing. And what was cool about that was it used to be used in a show in Epcot around the the fountain there in, in Future World. He was like a, a villain kind of dinosaur there. But they they changed him and put him in the in this galaxy search show and put, like, big Elvis hair and glasses on him. So he was the king. So it was kind of <laughs> interesting, partly just to see how they reuse things that they may not have gotten enough out of on their initial investment. It's was like, hey, well, right. we, can, we can move that and use it in this show. So... That was, that was kind of cool to me. There, w- there was one show um, that they used to do in World Showcase in Epcot a long time ago, and it was skeleidoscope and they, it, it was all these ultralight aircrafts and hang glider like things and all that would that would fly over the lagoon right. and then they had these boats that were that looked like dragons and jet skis and things all actually out in the lagoon. Uh, so that that was kind of interesting because it was different uh, at at the very beginning and I, I never did get to see it they had a, a blimp that the, it was built around dreamfinder from journey into imagination okay and so they had this blimp that would would fly over that was the dreamfinder's blimp and so that was part of the show and and they eventually scrapped that or at least the time that I saw it it might have been that the wind was too much for the the blimp they could do the some of the other aircraft, but they couldn't do the blimp or something. I don't know. Right. The, the interesting thing about it was, and I may have told this a long time ago in one of our earlier episodes, but the blimp was made at my high school. Oh, okay. So not, not by people at school. They were, it was made by a, a company in Memphis, and they needed a place to be able to inflate it to do their testing before they sent it to Florida. And so they used our high school gym and we couldn't go in there and weren't supposed to know what it was that was going on in there and and so it was a big secret. You can't go in the gym. Can't tell you why, but you can't go in the gym. <laughs> so and and somehow my dad knew what it was. I was in eighth grade. And and somehow he knew he was on the school advisory council or something. So he knew what was going on. So so he told me, he said, You can't tell anyone, but here's what's going on. So then once it was all done, they they had an article about it in the school newspaper saying what it was. So it was one of those kind of claim to fame kind of thing. My school was where they tested out the blimp for a That's cool. So.
1: <laughs> so My my high school was used in the driver's ed portion of Dad, Can I Borrow the Car? <laughs> cool. I always loved yeah. that. <laughs> it, was, it was all the same simulators. I, I took the class 20 years later. The same simulators, the same curtains, everything. <laughs> I'm sure it was all brand new for the, yeah. for the movie, but... Yeah, 20 years later, is all the same equipment. <laughs> same, same curtains, that's what made me laugh the most. Mm-hmm. Those funky late 60s, early 70s curtains. Those were the good old days.
0: <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's fun to look back and think of what all was there that we got to see, or what all we didn't get to see. Right. So... Makes makes you miss the old days sometimes, but makes you glad you got to see what you saw. Too. Yeah, I,
1: I never really mind too much if they replace it with something better. It's mm-hmm. usually when they close something and they let it sit forever. That's the worst. Right. You know? Or, you know, they produce something subpar after that. Or mm-hmm. It feels like a waste. I mean, as you mentioned, them reusing this dinosaur because they didn't get their investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's like, Build something nice so that way you don't have to tear it down and, and rebuild it later. Right. Give me something good. Yeah. Don't just build something to build something. Make it
0: make yeah. it worthwhile. Yeah. Well, uh, my Mickey Mouse watch says that's about enough time for today.
1: Oh, time's oh. over, guys.
0: Something like that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was very convincing. Yeah, I'm sure it was.
1: Yes. (laughs) I told you I do all my own stunts. Yes. I have to talk to upper management about upping your pay. It was that guy, Matt. Yeah,
0: the the other Matt. The other one, yeah. (laughs) Keep getting you too confused. um. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, thanks for listening to us ramble on for the last 57 minutes or so. And thanks for sticking around for all these episodes. And catch up with us on our website or on our Facebook page, or follow us on Twitter, or just go tell your friends and neighbors about that cool podcast that you listen to. And that'll be great. And we'll talk to you again soon.
1: Get off my lawn! (laughs)